Welcome to a series of talks about objective consciousness, an objective universe, and an objective way to awaken. Expanding upon the works of George I. Gurdjieff and Russell A. Smith. This podcast is part four of chapter six of the audiobook of The Blueprint of Consciousness. In this episode, we further discuss Pascal's triangle and work through practical exercises showing how it is created. This then leads us to the Fibonacci series, the Fibonacci pattern, and the Fibonacci spiral. Let's begin. The Blueprint of Consciousness An Accelerated Path to Awakening by Russell A. Smith Chapter 6 The Universal Cosmic Weave Part 4 Pascal's Triangle was named after Blaise Pascal, a French mathematician and philosopher. The pattern of numbers in Pascal's Triangle was well known before Pascal's time, but Pascal innovated many previously unattested uses of those numbers. Google Pascal's Triangle. It is a fun study. Pascal was some guy that looked at math and realised it had some pretty cool properties. For instance, simple things, like you can take your shopping list and add up the cost of the items purchased in any order and still get the same total. Alternatively, if you were multiplying a bunch of numbers together, you could multiply them in any order and still get the same answer. That is, if the operations are the same, either addition and subtraction, or multiplication and division. Then, you can take any problem that has a bunch of multipliers and divisors, and compute them in any order, and always get the same answer. You do not have to do one before the other. In other words, you could say 6 divided by 2 equals 3, and 3 times 4 equals 12. Or you could say 6 times 4 equals 24, and 24 divided by 2 equals 12. Either way, you get to 12. Pascal realised that if the operations were the same, and if you applied two constants to every result, then the pattern of answers would produce the now famous Pascal's triangle. Well, let's do one, just for fun. We will start with a simple number, like one. Get out your notepad and write each model down as described. The value 1 should be simple enough. Now, we need to do something to this 1. Add, subtract, multiply, or divide. Or, 
add and subtract, or multiply and divide. We'll choose multiply. We will start with just one operation, multiplication. That is easy. Okay, what do we want the two constants to be? That is, what two numbers do we want to multiply by? Simple numbers, like 2 and 3, or complex numbers, like 37 and 95? We'll choose 2 and 3. Those are easy ones too. 2 and 3. So, our two constants are multiply by 2 and multiply by 3. Put the number 1 centred at the top of the page. Now, when we go down to the left of the number 1, should we multiply by 2 or 3? Let's choose to multiply by 2. Then, when we go down to the right of the number 1, we are going to multiply by 3. OK, let's try it. Firstly, we will put a diagonal arrow on the left side of the page, pointing down to the left with the value times 2 above it, to remind us that when we go down to the left, we will multiply by 2. Secondly, we will put a diagonal arrow on the right side of the page, pointing down to the right with the value times 3 above it, to remind us that when we go down to the right, we will be multiplying by 3. Alright, here we go. We start with 1. What is 1 times 2? 2. So, write down 2 below and to the left of the number 1. We go back to the 1. What is 1 times 3? 3. So write down 3 below and to the right of the number 1. 2 times 2 is 4. Write 4 below and to the left of the number 2. 2 times 3 is 6. Write 6 below and to the right of the number 2 directly below the original 1. 3 times 2 is 6. Write 6 below and to the left of 3. Hey, wait. We already have a 6 there. There are now two 6s there. One came from 2 times 3, and the other came from 3 times 2. That is why Pascal's triangle has the number 2 there, because there are technically two 6s there. Write all the numbers down that come from both directions, so you will be able to remember where they came from. Thus, we now have two 6s written down. And 3 times 3 is what? 9. Write 9 below 
and to the right of the number 3. Now take each answer in row 3 and apply both constants. First the times 2 and then the times 3. 4 times 2 is what? 8. Write the answer below and to the left of the number 4. 4 times 3 is what? 12. Write that answer below and to the right of the number 4. 6 times 2 and 6 times 2 is what? 12 and 12. Continue writing the numbers down in the appropriate places. You now have three twelves. One from four times three, and two from six times two, and six times two. Right? Six times three, and six times three, is what? Eighteen and eighteen. You now have two eighteens coming down from the two six times three. Nine times two is what? Eighteen. And another eighteen coming from the nine times two. For a total of three eighteens. Nine times three is what? Twenty-seven. Now, we will do the next row. Eight times two is what? Sixteen. Eight times three is what? Twenty-four. Twelve times two, twelve times two, and twelve times two is what? Twenty-four, twenty-four, and twenty-four. So, you now have four twenty-fours written down for your future perusal. One eight times three, and three twelve times two. Then, twelve times three, twelve times three, and twelve times three is what? Thirty-six, thirty-six, and thirty-six. And eighteen times two? 18 times 2 and 18 times 2 is what? 36, 36 and 36. Okay. You now have six 36s written down. And 18 times 3, 18 times 3 and 18 times 3 is what? 54, 54, and 54. We get three of those. And 27 times 2? 54, which now makes 4. And 27 times 3? 81. You now have Pascal's triangle. Remember, the numbers in Pascal's triangle reveal how many ways the factors can be arranged in order to reach that place. 
Russell calls it the number of trails. Starting at 1, we will draw the 6 trails that will get us to 36. Times 2 goes to the left and times 3 goes to the right. To help you see the direction that is followed, trail 1 also includes the answers. Trail 1 1 times 2 equals 2 2 times 2 equals 4 4 times 3 equals 12 12 times 3 equals 36 or 1 times 2 times 2 times 3 times 3 equals 36. Trail 2 1 times 2 times 3 times 2 times 3 equals 36. Trail 3 1 times 2 times 3 times 3 times 2 equals 36. Trail 4 1 times 3 times 2 times 2 times 3 equals 36. Trail 5 1 times 3 times 2 times 3 times 2 equals 36. Trail 6 1 times 3 times 3 times 2 times 2 equals 36. There are six ways to arrange the four factors and reach the answer 36. Or, as Russell likes to say, there are six trails to 36. And so, Pascal, after working out the triangle, put the number 6 there to show that there are six ways to reach that answer. However, when we look at how the structure mathematically and chronologically fills, starting at the 1 and going from the lowest number to the highest, we see the lowest number is where? The top row. What number is it? 1. So, we could say that the 1 filled first. And what filled next? That is, what is the next lowest number? 2. Then what filled next? 3. Hey, that also seems to be producing nice straight lines across the structure. And what filled next? 4. Then what? 6. And then what? 8. A usual mistake is to answer 9. The number 8 comes before the number 9. If we sequentially drew a line through the numbers in the order they occurred, from 1 to 2, to 3, to 4, to 6, to 8 and to 9, after going through the 6, we would have to go to the row below 
in order to go through the eight. Then, we would have to go back to the row above in order to go through the nine. Geez, what happened to the straight lines? It is no longer making straight lines like it was when we started. Then, we have a 12, and a 16, and an 18, and a 24, and a 27. The line starts to meander all over the place. All right. No straight lines here. Okay. Let us try another diagram. This time, we will add instead of multiply. What number shall we start with? One is simple. What numbers shall we add? Let's do simple numbers like two and three again. We will do plus two and plus three. Start with one and add two when you go to the left and add three when you go to the right. One plus two is three. One plus three is four. Next row. Three plus two is five. Three plus three is six. Four plus two is six. Oh, we have two sixes again. Four plus three is seven. Next row. Five plus two is seven. Wow, we now have two sevens. And they are in different places. Five plus three is eight. Six plus two and six plus two is eight and eight. We have three eights. Six plus three and six plus three is nine and nine. Seven plus two is nine. We also have three nines. And in a moment, we will have a fourth nine. And it will be in a different row. Seven plus three is ten. Next row. Seven plus two is nine. Seven plus three is ten. Eight plus two, eight plus two, and eight plus two is ten, ten, and ten. There are now four tens in this row, and another ten in the previous row. Holy moly, nines and tens all over the place. Eight plus three, eight plus three, and eight plus three is eleven, eleven, and eleven. Nine plus two, nine plus two, and nine plus two is 
11, 11, and 11. 9 plus 3, 9 plus 3, and 9 plus 3 is 12, 12, and 12. 10 plus 2, 12. 10 plus 3, 13. End of row. Now, look at the structure. We get the same number of trails as in the previous diagrams. That is, there are six elevens and there are six trails to get to eleven. But in what order does this one fill? It fills up kind of funky. One is the lowest, then three, then four, then five, then 6, and then it splits. It goes to one 7 over here, and to another 7 over there. Then those split trails reunite at 8, and then split again, going to the two places that have a 9. And then, the two trails that went through the two 9s, both split again, in order that each can go through the two tens. Geez, looks kind of wonky. Again, no straight lines here. Do you want to try a division one? Or a subtraction one? Or a multiplication and a division one? Or are you convinced that if we take two factors and apply them to everybody, it will produce Pascal's triangle, and it will fill up in a really goofy order. However, when we plotted the 19 octaves, points of creation, they not only created Pascal's triangle, but filled it up in nice, straight, diagonal rows. Returning to the diagram of Pascal's triangle, and totalling the numbers that are found in these rows, we find another mathematical series fundamental to life. The Fibonacci series. The series 1, 1, 2, 3, 5, 8, 13, 21, 34, 55, etc which was first formulated by Leonardo Fibonacci. We can recognize the spiral-shaped Fibonacci series in nature, in seashells, flower designs, pineapple husks, everywhere. And here we show a model of the Fibonacci series. Remember, Everything, including the universe, results from the diatonic structure of three forces, i.e. diatonic forces creating additional diatonic forces, and so on. And the mathematical configuration of these diatonic forces explains why Pascal's triangle and the Fibonacci series 
are so prevalent in the universe. When we add up the numbers that are in the diagonal rows, another number series called the Fibonacci series appears in the universe. The top diagonal line crossed a 1. The second diagonal line also crossed a 1. The third crossed a 1 and a 1, for a total of 2. The fourth crossed a 1 and a 2, for a total of 3. The fifth crossed a 1, a 3 and a 1, for a total of 5. The sixth crossed a 1, a 3 and a 4, for a total of 8. The seventh crossed a 1, a 5, a 6 and a 1, for a total of 13. And the eighth crossed a 1, a 6, a 10 and a 4, for a total of 21. The totals were 1, 1, 2, 3, 5, 8, 13 and 21. Again, that number sequence is called the Fibonacci series. Have you heard of the Fibonacci series? Where can the Fibonacci series be seen in nature? In a nautilus shell. Where is it? Well, it is in everything and can be found everywhere, even in a nautilus shell. The Fibonacci series is the most efficient means of growth. You start off with one room, say a one foot by one foot square room. Then you get bigger and need more room. So rather than start over, you just build another one foot by one foot square room onto your existing wall. That way, you only have to build three walls, since the rooms share a common wall. Then you get a little bigger. But rather than tear down your existing house and start over, you simply add three walls to a two-foot wall, adding an additional two-foot by two-foot square room. Then, keeping a three-foot common wall, you add a three-foot by three-foot square room, a five-foot by five-foot square room, an eight-foot by eight-foot square room, a 13-foot by 13-foot square room, a 21-foot by 21-foot square room, a 34-foot by 34-foot square room, etc. If we go back and draw an arc with a compass across the rooms from corner to corner, we produce what is called a Fibonacci spiral which is the most efficient pattern of growth. We can find the Fibonacci pattern 
the Fibonacci spiral and the Fibonacci numbers everywhere. Russell has a book called The Power of Limits by Gyorgi Doshi, which documents things that contain the Fibonacci numbers. Let's listen in as he goes page by page explaining it to a student. The Fibonacci series is in the spiral pattern of flower seeds and in the proportions of leaves. It is based on this simple idea. A line is segmented into two lines whereby the shorter line is proportional to the longer line as the longer line is proportional to the total of both lines. Or in other words, line A is proportional to line B as line B is proportional to line A plus line B. Or simpler still, A is to B as B is to A plus B. So, A is to B as B is to A plus B. It is called the Fibonacci Ratio, also referred to as the Golden Ratio. A is to B as B is to A plus B. Doshi found the Fibonacci pattern in petal formations and he found it in seed pods. He kept looking and looking and he found it in musical chords, in the spectrum of visible light and in various geometric designs. It can also be seen in a lilac leaf, which cut in half lengthwise also has the exact same shape as the cosmic rumple. It is amazing that this fundamental structure, the Fibonacci series, produces the same structure as the cosmic rumple. Doshi found this ratio in every leaf that he looked at. They all had the A is to B as B is to A plus B proportions. Whether it was a maple leaf, an oak leaf, an elm leaf, a sycamore leaf, or a lilac leaf. He found the A is to B as B is to A plus B pattern in everything, even in the proportions of the human body. He realized that early man recognized this pattern in nature and consequently put its proportions in their pottery and in their weavings because they wanted to be like the gods. Thus, it ended up in almost everything early man created. They put it in their hieroglyphs and in their alphabets. Many languages are built on A is to B as B is to A plus B. It is in Stonehenge, it is in the pyramids, and in the ancient mounds of Mexico. 
A is to B as B is to A plus B. Man, put this image in almost everything. He did so because he saw it everywhere. That concludes today's podcast. If you would like a chance to read the whole book, The Blueprint of Consciousness, An Accelerated Path to Awakening, which is available as a high-quality 520-page hardback, and also as a PDF download, simply visit the store at our website, thedogteachings.com. The Blueprint of Consciousness contains an objective exercise in awakening that has literally awakened hundreds of people. Be free. Be awake. Be real. And realize your full potential as a human being. On our website, you'll be able to listen to other talks, obtain diagrams, animations, supporting videos, and much, much more. In addition, you can also find us on Instagram and Facebook under The Dog Teachings. And, as a reminder, we have two Zoom classes every Saturday to assist you. Level 1 is freely available for anyone who purchases the Blueprint of Consciousness. And the other is for those who have obtained the Master Exercises and the Double or Nothing Exercises. See under resources slash zoom classes for more details. All at thedogteachings.com That's T-H-E-D-O-G-T-E-A-C-H-I-N-G-S dot com Goodbye. Until next time.